This Arizona Cardinals team preview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast brought to you by Circus Sports. They're back with their Circus Survivor and Circus Millions contest. $14 million up for grabs. Get all the details over at circusports.com. We're also brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks and content available only to our patrons at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Hey everybody, Jim McMahon here, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. The Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Kram? Football. <laughs> football, football, football. Do we get a song? What do we get? Football is back. Ryan, we have, there's like, we'll be, you know, Hall of Fame game. That's another level of being back. Obviously. What? Week one is another level of being back, but we're here. 32 NFL team previews, walking through the schedule, special guests, kicking it off. Man, we got a uh, 32 episodes just talking <laughs> NFL football. It just hit me, right? It's going to be fucking awesome. Let's go, baby. Uh, follow along, youtube.com slash sports game on podcast. Ryan and the design team putting in work with the overlays. Looking good. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh gonna have some help in the future. So currently doing the one man juggle. But mm. yeah, we got we got some new looks. Chat is uh chat is lit. Trevor checking in. Let's go. Research spherical earth is back. Uh, oh, he what's was up, the, dude? He was the nemesis of research flat earth who I don't know where, where he's been at. Hopefully he's back. Uh, Bill's mafia DJ checking in cereal, checking in Steffi smalls of uh, the show. Check it in. She just launched oh. her show. I was a guest on there. We're oh, going to be joined later by Ryan rich, fat baby McKee, Arizona Cardinal super fan uh, to walk through the schedule. But there's just, there's just a ton of going on. Football is back. Uh, it's great. It's a great time to be alive. I got a nice little glass of Maker's Mark going. Football or football? No, football. Okay. Actually, I did uh, <laughs> quick football uh, nugget. Nice. I went. Uh, obviously, a hot yoga advocate. I also occasionally uh, do some lap swim over at the Rose Bowl Aquatic Center. Oh, look at you! Was driving over to the uh, the Rose Bowl, Pasadena Rose Bowl, and the. It's fucking the the parking lot is out of control. I go, there's no UCLA game. What's going on? Apparently, these uh, what is it, Real Madrid or some some bullshit oh, was happening. You. Well, I just I start driving in. I'm like, God damn it! I see guys walking around with giant soccer flags. Oh no! Bro, Aquatic Center was canceled. It was. I was just so enraged. We might as well be talking about a soccer team today. <laughs> Arizona Cardinals. We're gonna get to it in just a second. Big announcement though. Here we go. <laughs> Is that the announcement? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, right. well done, Sean. Well done. To support the war on corporate gambling, we are officially launching our Patreon. 
again, it's uh, going to be uh, pretty sweet here. Our Patreon, as always, if you have questions, the the shows, all our picks will remain free for the entirety of Sports Gambling Podcast. This is just some some bonus uh, bonus content, bonus merch, bonus uh, contest. Uh, that's pretty sweet. We're going to have a weekly contest going, also a monthly SGP Stories podcast where it's just behind the scenes stuff. Uh, you know, it's like only fans yes, exactly. Uh, instead of showing you our tits, we're going to <laughs> have a uh, behind the scenes stories for again, we've been doing this show for years. Um, so it's not, you're not missing out on any of the picks, but it's a nice little bonus here. We're also a uh, bonus discord channel uh, bonus merch that we're only going to be giving out through the uh, Patreon. will not be selling it. We'll not be selling it. Uh, and again, the the bonus SGP stories podcast, ad free, uncensored. Oh, uh, Ryan, I you just excluded the most exciting part. What is that? Well, people oh. are going to be able to see see my beautiful, beautiful work. <laughs> yes. Some, some also, call- Ryan, a spreadsheet prodigy. We've Wait. been holding back for too long. You are going to have access to all the spreadsheets <laughs> we use to track the picks, like our our uh, futures oh, doc. Man. All those episodes we did instead of having to go back and listen to each one and write down the picks. If you want to tail us, uh, you just have access to the spreadsheet. So and troll the- Sean for his abbreviations of colleges that are just <laughs> completely incorrect. Uh, and also these team pre. Preview um, docs that we're using not only to get our picks but all the information in one place. So uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Andrew Rob saying bonus merch. Sign <laughs> me up. He is uh, he loves the merch. It's uh, great. Yeah, we need to need to get, get well some, and and some, for uh, the uh, for the SGP stories. Uh, just just kind of a sample oh. episode of what you might hear. <laughs> I was doing some digging. I go now that we have these Patreon bonus episodes. I got to find the Lenny Dykstra voicemails of when we had Lenny Dykstra on the show. And uh, before the show, he called me numerous times and breaking news, Ryan, I have recovered the Lenny Dykstra oh, voicemail. Nice. I was going to say very entertaining. I was doing something similar, similar. I was going back and trying to dig up the civil war episode when Boston <laughs> almost imploded. So Boston capper, oh, yeah, Boston capper. Oh. Uh, so just, there's a lot of like good archive stuff, uh, us telling some uh, Vegas stories, you know, just just kind of off the beaten path stuff. So that's the uh, SGP Stories podcast available on the Patreon. Tons of great reason to sign up. Uh, let's oh, last go. thing, yes, I'm going to tease something for the future because sure. people often ask, like, hey, I can't I can't get to the old Mike Leach interview, or I can't get to. Mm. We're also going to slowly add in a select curated. A uh, bit from our catalog in the past in there well, too for and, easy access. And uh, Ryan, um, your wife oh. texted me. Oh Did, no! What? What? <laughs> your wife texted me because she dug up the old the the podcast I had before we did this the oh, green no. room oh no where we had you on <laughs> we we definitely need to use this for the, oh. the SGP stories we had an episode where we had you on we had you hypnotized by a past life regression guy when you were talking yes. about civil war I th- Ryan wow. is hypnotized on this podcast thinking he's involved in the civil war it's great so. I don't want to get into it but what's funny about <laughs> did that you, day wait did you listen because no. she texted me she goes I I'm gonna play this is it like um, oh she wanted to play there, it for the kids maybe yeah and she goes is there cursing or stuff I go honestly I don't remember I don't remember it being crazy curses yeah. but I, I not to tease the whole episode but the only thing I remember from that whole day is eating at a diner in Los Angeles 
afterwards. It was really weird hanging out with Ryan after. His brain definitely seemed different. All right, let's get to it. Let's talk. Uh, we're going to start with obviously a little look back um, on the Arizona Cardinals. Obviously, super disappointing season. Uh, four and thirteen. Although they were eight and nine ATS, their win total is eight and a half. Uh, cash the under. We both, I think, five defensive touchdowns for <laughs> for those keeping track. At Wait, home. they had five defensive touchdowns, yeah. or they created? They create. They scored five defensive touchdowns. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, so. <laughs> Um, we both had the over, but just like just oh barely. God. We are I horrible. Well, I wasn't. What were we doing? I wasn't super high on them. I, dude, you remember last year? People had them. I know as they, like a dark horse making a run. Well, I mean, I thought they. This guy, I had most wins, fifty to one, is a long <laughs> shot. No. Highest scoring team, eighteen. It's a who? It's a who's who's of like horrible bets. Yes. It was it My was a, a graveyard, but I think we did pivot off them. You had James Conner at long shot bet to score twenty eight and a half receiving touchdowns. <laughs> no, that twenty eight. Oh no no touchdowns total. Sorry, I was yes. overlaid with an Ertz prop. Yes, uh, Zach Ertz. You which had that's over one on of my Ertz nuggets. Prop. Zach Ertz did lead the Cardinals, even though he only played ten games. Did lead the Cardinals with four oh, receiving it, touchdowns. His his total was four and a half. Sorry. Ah, oh, God. <laughs> uh, DVOA rank uh, from them last year 29th. Nice. Offensive DVOA 30th. <laughs> defensive 24th. Estimated wins 4.8. Pythag wins 5.7. So slightly uh, unlucky, I guess, on the uh, on the Pythag wins. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. The takeaway is they sucked. Like that to me. That's that. There yes. isn't much more to it other than like all the numbers are bad. Nothing good happened. <laughs> they they didn't they didn't they weren't unlucky. They weren't really that lucky. I mean, yeah, they were one score games. Maybe you can argue they were unlucky. I think it was two and six, but they also won that crazy comeback. If you remember, where they it, it the biggest comeback in NFL history, I believe, before the 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 Vikings had theirs. Am I wrong with that nugget? Wait, which game was that, Ryan? Uh, against the Raiders. Which game? Third biggest comeback in NFL history against the Raiders. No, you're not oh, remembering yes. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was blanking. For some reason, I thought that was 2021, but it was week two. You're right. Um, and, but but and and then you look at how they had that the, was a crazy ass game. Specifically, if you look at fourth quarter luck, they appeared to be unlucky by a game be, because they had an 80 percent win probability in five games, and they only won four or three of those. So. I, I don't know. I, I guess pretty, pretty bad injury luck. I, I think as well, <sighs> they, right? But, but but bad teams have all of these bad luck elements. So yeah. everything went wrong for them. Col everything got to see a lot of Colt McCoy. Uh, oh wait a second, I have a positive. Yeah, they. Uh, so this was a nugget I pulled from from our boy uh, Warren Sharp. Yes. Who, by the way, he goes way too deep. It's too many words, too many graphics. Yeah, a lot of nuggets. I mostly pulled from Warren Sharp, and then that uh, Cleve Analytics. His his guide was really good for stuff too. It's like the complete opposite end of the spectrum. You want a fifteen page deep dive, and by the way, this is the first year uh, since we started doing the podcast, Sean, where I did not read the Football Outsiders mm. Almanac because I don't think it exists. Yet. No, it's not out. Uh, but oh but the positive God. was that in third and seven to ten yards or third and seven or more yards, the NFL average was thirty one percent. The cards in twenty twenty two were twenty eight percent, but last year they were fifty six percent. Yeah, so that also like you could say that's bad because that it's yeah. almost so high that it's unsustainable. I, I'm, I'm giving the argument of like 
dueling regression points. Yeah. All right. Uh, key changes, and then we'll uh, bring on uh, Rich Fat Baby. Talk I don't, I don't know if Rich Bat, Fat Baby's here yet. So okay. we we might <laughs> we'll, uh, find, we'll find him. I'll key additions: Dre- Jeff Driscoll, uh, Dennis Delay, offensive tackle. Oh. Some interior line help, uh, LJ Collier, defensive tackle Kevin Strong, Kaiser White, who I thought did have a pretty good um, season with the Eagles, well, linebacker Josh Woods. That's a huge bring over, right? Like knows the yeah. scheme, all that. Well, and then cetera, obviously, you know, Jonathan Ken, first year head coach, defensive head coach, also piece of shit. So mm. there's a lot of. <laughs> This is the youngest staff in the history of the NFL. That, that was that was the one I had on my list. Offensive as well. coordinator uh, uh, is it Petzig, thirty five from the Browns, and defensive coordinator brought over from the Eagles is twenty nine. Imagine coordinating an NFL defense fill of grown ass men from Georgia when you were twenty nine, Sean. Yeah, that would be terrifying. Wow. I was thinking of what Blitz, I was all eight. What I was doing. I, if I was playing that, we'd, we'd be blitzing a lot. Anyway, sorry, sorry. Well, and, and they had a lot of a, a lot of people moving in and out of this roster. Yeah, and then the key losses, well, key additions in the draft. I do think Paris Johnson, offensive tackle. I do think that was a good pickup for them. Gives them potentially two tackles. Yeah, BJ uh, Ojulari, uh, high on him. Cornerback Garrett Williams, uh, receiver Michael Wilson. Star that name. Yeah, and then they, you know, some depth there in the later rounds. But the departures, obviously, oh. De- DeAndre Hopkins is huge. I mean, they, they, the, the Cardinals were really night and day with and without um, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, they lost a bunch of guys on the offensive line, and I know everyone thinks JJ Watt was, um, you know, kind of whatever washed up, but. I mean, he still he led the league or led the team twelve and a half sacks. Like he was still giving them some pretty good snaps. In general, they lost. They didn't have a great defense to begin with, and they lost a bunch of key guys. Three Cardinals had more than twenty quarterback hits last season. They're all gone. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it's interesting because we've listed out a huge list of of names, and yet in reality. I, I don't know if all the turnovers bad. Like it was a bad, you know, there were some bad elements. Yeah, there were some, there were some aging veterans that they probably needed to get rid of. Youth movement. That's what they call this, right? They call yeah. it a youth movement. And and I think specifically, like we're talking about transition and and transaction. And I, I would say that if you look at the cap space, it kind of tell. So I did. I was pr- as usual. Go way too hard. Previewing the teams, <laughs> got all these notes. I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna be. I might, maybe I'll be high. Maybe then I could dive into the cap space. And I think the issue is that they're signaling with the way they're spending their money that they're not trying to compete this year. So yeah, I think. Well, uh, they they brought in Jonathan Gannon, sign oh, number one. Wow. You are not trying to six most debt most dead cap this year, but they ha- the second most free cap, which leads to them having the fourth least in active spending. So. Not spending a ton. uh, I mean, it does. Obviously, it feels like a transition year. The interesting thing is, and we'll. I'm looking to get uh, McKee's take on this. We have McKee. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was my bad. He was here the whole time. (laughs) All right. Uh, One more. One more thought, and then we'll kind of dive more into the previews. Their offensive line is ranked 29th according to uh, establish the runs rankings. Hmm. But I think you know DJ Humphreys, and if Paris Johnson 
if he is like kind of a day one starter tackle, I do think those are decent end pieces. And I yeah. do think their offensive line is going to matter. I mean, we'll see how many games Colt McCoy starts. Where are you right now? If you had to predict, Ryan, over under, how many games does Kyler Murray start? I have this question written down. How many games will Kyler Murray start? Well, that's the biggest question I think on this season because all these negatives we're saying it's priced into the number. It's a comically yeah. no low number, so they can be a bad team and still go five and twelve and hit this over. I I, I think he is, I'm, I'm here a smoke that he's going to be ready earlier than ha- everyone's just like halfway through the season, just like nonchalantly. Yeah. And you know, may, maybe we just don't have enough, enough data on cheerleaders returning from ACL injuries. But <laughs> I, I do. Sh- should we uh, should we throw the odds up on the screen and bring McKeon? Yeah, talking about while you're doing that, Ryan. Of course, shout out to Circus Sports, uh, Circa Millions, and the Circus Survivor contests are back better than ever. They got fourteen million dollars up for grabs. Love the Circa Millions contest uh, again. Picking five games against the spread. Imagine if you have a heater of all heater NFL seasons and you're not entered in the Circa Millions contest, uh, you're going to be feeling really stupid. And then Circa Survivor, eight million dollars guaranteed. Uh, you know, you're you're going to be playing Survivor anyway. Like, come on, sack up, get in on the contest. It's very easy. All you got to do between now and uh, when the sign up ends, which I think is like that Saturday, uh, right before the season starts, pick a different, uh, you know, sign up. Head over to Circus Sports. We're going to be there August 24th or 26th. So, uh, good reason to come out, hang out with us, crack a couple cold ones, sign mm. up for the contest. Go to circusports.com for all the details. Circusports.com. And I think they even have some room deals if you're going to be signing up a four contest. But get all the information over there at circusports.com. Joining us here to break down the 2023 Arizona Cardinals, now producer on the Steffi Small Show over on YouTube, he is Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee. What's happening, McKee? Hey guys, how is it going? I mean, I'm I'm just loving hearing you say all those wonderful things about my Cardinals. <laughs> going to be such a I don't even know why you guys are doing this episode. You should have just skipped this one. <laughs> if anything, I mean, it, it's just it's all I'm around sorry. that. We feel I bad mean, for you. I, I I was trying to remember, was I on uh this Last year, did I talk you guys into going over nine and a half? I, usually, when we, I can't, I don't remember how. Why, why did anybody think they were going over last year? I know I, I talked myself into it, but rational human beings like yourself. I well, think in I general, when we have a guest, we get more excited about the team. It's hard not yeah. to, right? Because you you got them on. You're oh hey, if Kyler could do this, we've been we've been uh, Kyler haters for a while there. Sorry, McKee. But as a uh, as where is the it. Where I get it. Where is the fan base right now? Arizona Cardinals oh. with Kyler Murray. Do they want? Hey, start them day one. We got to win now, or no. we never want to see him again. Everybody, nobody is <laughs> I, the most hardcore Cardinals fans are just ignoring them completely right now. Nobody <laughs> cares. Um, you know, everybody's just worried about the heat out here right now. I haven't had <laughs> not one. even. I'm not, not even talking had, Cardinals. And I'm trying to talk to Cardinals some people. Nobody wants to talk. People are just talking the Suns. That's all they want to say <laughs> is talk about the Suns and all the pieces they've added. Nobody's mentioning the um, Cardinals. Uh, I mean, Kyler Murray just spoke in an official interview for the very first time since his injury. 
uh, and it was on the Cardinals. They do a little like ser- behind the scenes series that's on YouTube, sponsored by SeatGeek. Mm. It's called it's called Flight Plan. <laughs> like I get it. Okay, it's the Cardinals Flight Plan, but it, it really brings up like fight or flight, and we're like, oh, we we plan on flight. We already know where we are this year. So if that does you anything, yeah, and I, I watched that whole episode and. Uh, you know, Kyler goofs around a lot. He doesn't seem that concerned. Uh, I thought his teammates. <laughs> you I sound like his, his head coach. Seemed to, yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought his teammates seemed to like him more than I would have expected. So there's that. But I don't think they're gonna rush him back. You have said it. They don't. They're not spending money like they want to win. Yeah. They have the uh, the Texans' first round pick next year, so that could be That's one huge. and two. Yeah, that could be one, the first overall pick and the second. If they, so what reason do they have to win? What reason do they have to, you know, uh, injure Kyler again? So said like a know. true NBA fan looking to tank <laughs> yeah. for Caleb Williams. I love, I, I love how they're already excited about the pick. W- worth noting, they did do the the D Hop deal in a way pre June first, so it w- it all counted this year. So no dead cap uh, okay. in the future. Uh, similar to what the Giants did uh, last year, didn't stop them from making the playoffs, and I think it was pretty similar to what the Eagles did the year before, didn't prevent them from making the playoffs. So maybe, maybe that's a trend. Seems unlikely. I I will say, I, as I, as I was digging around in the Cardinals realm, just trying to trying to do non traditional research since I didn't read the uh, the Football Outsiders <laughs> chapter, not existing. Screw, I didn't have a yeah. starting point, so I ended up falling into some Matt Prater stuff. It's the oh. positive. I figured when we had McKeon, we'll talk about the positive. Yes, they have the the most Thank awesome you. kicker in the league. He he smashes no, uh, decaf nose beers all the time before <laughs> kicks. And last year he was twenty two of twenty five, and five of six from fifty yards. Still fantasy relevant, Sean. Yeah. Uh, well, and they plan to the dome. They could be settling for a bunch of field yeah, goals. That's all I got. They have good special teams. Yeah. Mm, no, they do have. They do have two. Their, their strongest is probably their safeties, right? Yeah, With that, uh, Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson coming back, uh, really. But when's the last time you heard like, "Oh, this team's gonna win" because they have the strongest safeties? <laughs> like well, that's Buda, just not Buda Baker. So, Eagles fans do have our eyes on Buda Baker. He liked the Eagles schedule release on <laughs> Instagram, so I don't know. Well, He's this. <laughs> It's fucking NBA culture leaking know, into is, the NFL. Uh, we should be playing. I, mean, the I know we're gonna go through. We're gonna go through all the games, but I saw that you know Caesars released their lines for every game. Yeah, right. Like, dog in every spread. game. Yeah, a dog in every game. Uh, ten games. They are. Uh, they're are giving up, or uh, they're getting a touchdown or no. more. It's ridiculous. That's insane. Ten, yeah. So um, I, I would. Um, yeah, I, I have I have some more positive things to say. I, well, I have, a, I, have a, I have a couple positives, Ryan. Well, let me. Th- this is less a, a, a great nugget and more just a, a trend. Okay, uh, there have been 21 teams with a new head coach and a win total of five and a half or yep. less. Yeah, I had the you same got this one. one. Yeah, it's right, good. Four, 14 of them, 67 percent, have gone over their win total, McKee. So. There is that. Yeah, like I, I think the optimism is their lo- their win total is so low they might stumble into um, five wins here. So and I am gonna say the over. I yeah, I mean I do like the over because I'm not. <laughs> You're jumping the gun, I, McKee. I'm sorry, sorry. Don't tip your head. Yeah, you want want people to listen to the end. I have 
Uh, I'm just so, I've got such a hard erection right now for this and I can't wait to get into it. You have to know when to come. All right. Last thing I'll get into before we uh, throw up, throw the odds back on the screen and uh, walk through the schedule is, did you know, I'm also bringing some history. Yeah. Did you know the Arizona Cardinals were founded in 1898, Sean? Hmm. In Illinois, as the Chicago, Chicago. Oh, and okay. then St. Louis. Yeah. Then they relocated to Pittsburgh, St. Louis, and finally Arizona. Pittsburgh, oh, I didn't know Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh kind of. Did you know in 1944 they merged with the Pittsburgh Steelers? Went 0 and 10 and dissolved the merger shortly thereafter. <laughs> so a little NFL history for you. All right, let's. Uh, yeah, sounds like my well, marriage. Oh wow! Oh <laughs> yeah, we, we do. We, I was gonna have to ask: Do we have to update uh, Ryan Richfad baby to make oh. McKee to Ryan doing all right, uh, McKee? I don't know if the <laughs> the divorce liquidated. R- Ryan know. living in a condo on the west no. side, McKee. I mean, you gotta go to YouTube.com/slash/SportsGivenPodcast just uh. to see Ryan's uh, single guy like parrot Jimmy. Like you're just. Oh, it looks great. You look like you want to sell me something in a at a Jimmy Buffett concert. I really yeah. love your, I mean, your John Mayer so, playing in those cans. Well, that's what's great. What's the, the underrated thing they don't tell you about divorce guys? You can wear whatever you want. Nobody <laughs> says anything. You can decorate your house with as many Top Gun posters as you want. Nobody's going to say anything. Goose is in this house. Goose is loose. Uh, real quick nugget. I do. I I think Trey McBride um, could have a oh, nice season you. here for the Arizona Cardinals. Also, we don't. I, and uh, McKee, do we know anything about Zach Ertz? Obviously, injury. But then I, everything I look He's at coming for back Zach from Ertz. an ACL. Um, they he they have not released the timetable for he or Kyler officially. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to rush him back. And I do think they want to see what they have in McBride. He was a yeah. second overall. He was a second round pick last year. Uh, he didn't he didn't play much uh, last season, so it would make sense that they would play him more. So he's like a he might be a sneaky end of your fantasy uh, tight end draft, you know, like a long shot tight end. Yeah, no, I, I I'm definitely going to be playing him first touchdown, anytime touchdown, because you look at the rest and this, unfortunately, like a lot of stuff with the Cardinals, even when you're trying to be positive, you bring up some insulting stuff. They have one of the <laughs> tiniest receiving cores oh, in the wow. NFL, Greg they Dorch, really five, seven, Rondell Moore, five, seven Marquise Hollywood Brown, five, nine, nothing wrong with being five, right. nine, but you have three receivers who are, you know, five, nine and shorter. Trey McBride is a big frame, especially comparable. So I think any sort of like jump ball contested stuff has to go to Trey McBride. And if I'm Colt McCoy, you're at the 10 yard line. If you guys get in the red zone ever and you drop back, you're, I mean, he just jumps out to you as a massive target compared to the rest of the Michael the, Wilson. Uh, oh, well, yeah. And, and they drafted a bigger guy as well. To your point, Ryan, I Michael, think Sean, like you could hang out with the Arizona wide oh, receivers wow. and Thank you. you wouldn't immediately stand out as a not football player. Great time <laughs> to point out that Sean's planning on shutting down Des Bryant. Yes. A couple fantasy weeks, football. So. Right, I can't wait to see that. Yeah. Look out Des. I love how other fantasy nerds are chirping at him about how fantasy nerds are going <laughs> to shut him down. Well, it is. And he Des Bryant clearly didn't look at the rules <laughs> as to how the fantasy football expo plays, because if you get one interception, yeah, the it. game's over. Like, I don't think he understands. Stands. Uh, we'll, we'll get right. into that. All right. So let's uh, talk schedule, Ryan. Walk through let's, it. Let, um, real quick, because we haven't said it out loud yet. 2023 season odds, uh, win totals at four and a half, Sean. Mm. Uh, 
plus eleven hundred to make the playoffs. That's almost so juicy. We have to talk about it. Minus twenty two hundred <laughs> to miss. Uh, easy money, right? Probably some EV there uh, if you got a big enough bankroll. Division plus twenty seven hundred. Conference a hundred to one. Super Bowl two hundred to one. And let's uh, real quick hop into the schedule. As always, we'll break it up into quadrants, which the NFL made more difficult with the seventeenth game. But we still figure it out. Don't want to complain about extra not, football. Not complaining, but it, it was beautiful before. A quick, we we had some nuggets on the schedule before we we rattle off the games. Yeah. Worth noting out, they don't have a primetime game. No. They have no short weeks, and they don't play anyone off a of bye. So the uh, very interesting schedule. It's like well, meh. and for a first year head coach, I think you like the fact that you don't have to um, play anyone on a short week. So so all right. So, uh, wait, Ryan, one more whoa, positive. Whoa. Oh, okay, one more. Yes. There's one person that's not punting on the Arizona Cardinals season. Enter James Connor, the Terminator himself. Quote, I love this team. I love the pieces we added. Yes. We got a whole new staff. I haven't found one thing to complain about. I'm just really excited to be a part of this. I love this team, love this city, and just excited to do something special this year. Nobody believes in us, but that's okay. That's the exciting part to prove people wrong. We go in reverse. I like I like James Connor. We go in reverse yeah, order of win I mean, total. His, and we're talking his, the first sorry, McKee, the first two teams we're talking about both have off season stories of players talking about how bad they're gonna whoop people's asses <laughs> this year. So <laughs> love it. Oh, I was just gonna say, like James Conner, what's his strength? Running between the tackles, right? Between the tackles on the offensive Cardinals line is just like three uh Three agents that bounced around, barely played, never been starters. So yeah, the interior line not good, unfortunately. Yeah, what water jug Sean could play for the interior mm. uh, line. All right, let's yeah. let's r- let's ra- rattle off the schedule. Which, by the way, Sean, we do not only is the schedule on the screen, YouTube.com/slash/SportsGamblingPodcast, but we have all those uh, oh, aforementioned spreads. spreads in there, uh, so we can see how the Arizona Cardinals are not laying points in a single game all year. Week one. Plus five and a half on the road against the Washington, uh, newly renamed football team. I assume at this time, are they going to rename the team that quick? They get, they kept going back and forth. <laughs> they said they were going to, and then they said oh. after this year. Oh, so I have on. no idea. Um, genius marketing. And then they have the Giants at home plus four and or plus four. I'm throwing out spreads. Then the the Cowboys at home, and then at 49ers, first divisional game of the year. Mm. McKay, you're a, you're an insider, so I'll, I'll let you go first here, but. The shortest number is the four and a half they'll be catching at home against the Giants. My Giants road favorites. So you got you got get you got to yeah. hope for that one. Uh, unclear when Kyler's going to come back, but I I can't imagine he's coming back before Week Four here against that Niners team. How many wins most, are there? Most people are saying if he comes back, it's going to be midseason at the yeah. earliest. So I'm going to say that. Um, I get okay. So the thing about Arizona teams, whenever a lot is being expected of them, they always fail. However, they will rise to occasions when everybody is like overlooking them, not paying attention to them. So I do like them to win a few more games than you would expect. And what we're looking at, week one, Colt McCoy revenge oh, game in Washington. Oh, wow. huh? So <laughs> I mean, I don't know up as a win. I don't know if Sam Howell should be a five and a half point favorite. That's the that, that, that save that for the week one part. <laughs> I just That's, I don't know if he should I, be. I agree with that. I'm with I'm with McKee. Like this this team is bad. Yes, but 
Yeah, there are some but. spots, especially especially division spots, um, or teams that shouldn't be this big of favorites against them, where they will show up. Because um, again, like they're they're a team that everyone is going to be overlooking, so they're gonna catch a couple teams, I think, uh, flat footed and looking ahead. I got them going one and three here, Ryan. I right. can't tell you which Same. one. But I think they, I, really? I think you guys are just. It's gonna be Washington. It's gonna be Washington. They gotta uh, win that Washington game. I, yeah, I think. Look I, out! I, I, we didn't really talk enough about it, but I, I'm going zero and four because I do think when you have three coordinators who are super young and have never been in that role before, there might be some growing pains. And then I watch some of those off-season videos, and I'm a little, I gotta be honest, I'm a little concerned. We haven't really checked in with the chat recently. I, I, yeah, other another, another new feature. We got to throw oh, it up on wow. the screen. We got uh, <laughs> Trevor pointing out that uh, McKee is great, ready for the Maui profile. Invitational. <laughs> I mean, I I will I say, mean, and look at his profile. Yes. Like, he looks he like he's also ready to join me. All right, so I like I like Trevor. He's like, yeah, I got my guns out <laughs> in my YouTube profile photo. I, and he's and he's sipping on something there in that strong, cup. Like strong it. flex. All right, next four. I'm going officially zero and four. Uh, then they have the Bengals at Rams at Seahawks back to back road Ooh. spot there. Ravens at home. The ho- I mean, you almost got to get a win against the Giants or the Commanders, or it's basically touchdown dog each game. Yeah, this is well, tough I because they, they usually split the Rams. You know. Almost every season they split the Rams game, no matter how bad each team is. So I would give them one win in that next block. See, that's what we need. That's that divisional knowledge. We they 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 know <laughs> they're gonna get one. All right. So I you know what? A lot of people out there saying that they're they're gonna get their first win a little later in the season. I'll I'll go Rams. I'll say that I think I think if I had a pick between at Rams or at Seahawks. You think give, they get one of those? Give me at Seattle money line. I, I'm I just don't believe the Geno hype. I, it, it seems a bit much. I they split a lot of Seattle games too. Yeah. Yeah. The the problem of where I'm talking myself into them being even mildly frisky is then it comes back to Jonathan Gannon as head coach, uh, which makes me a little less excited. Uh, I, I'll go one and three again. Two and six, baby. And I think uh, you're underestimating how unlike. Cliff Kingsbury was so that is know, true. Ooh, have, that is true. Maybe add a couple of wins, maybe just for new coach not being Cliff Kingsbury. Well, jo- Jonathan Gannon might James also Connors be James All right, so I'll I'll go one and three. All right, yeah, one and three for me. Same. Oh wow, you're really uh, you're really going for it. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, let's go next for at Browns. Well, that that's that's a fun upset pick right there. At Browns, Falcons at home at Texans. That's the, that's Rams a game they might home. actually be favored in. So there's two win. There's three winnable games right there where they're catching less yeah. than a field goal. That's their. This is their winning stretch. <laughs> they, they, I would imagine this is the if you're if you're going into an away game this year, it's at Texans. I'd imagine. Yeah, I, I mean, I take have, flight. I can't not say one here, right? That yeah, would be right. I think even as a hater, you would still have them at but one. I'm, but I'm a, you know, I'm a, a Falcons guy, and you know, I'm a Texans guy. Puts <laughs> the, me in a tough situation. The real, the real question is, can McKee get them to two wins? McKee, can you predict <laughs> on these airwaves that they will win yeah. two of these games? Falcons and Texans. Oh wow you you haven't I been mean, listening to Arthur Smith. Those, 
Look, I mean, and, and also, I, I mean, it's totally. I, I give them uh, two and two in that stretch. Oh, it's totally wow. possible that they beat the Browns. I was married to a Browns fan. They <laughs> drop those games all the time. Trust yes, me. I agree. And also, you know, they have the Rams at home. Like I said, they, that you know, there's a good chance they split with the Rams. But you know, if they didn't win it the first time, so maybe they get three there. But I, I just think those are all winnable games. Uh, so you know, two and two right there. All right. You know what? I'll go two and two as well. Wow. I'll go two as two and two as well. All right. Toss me in the two and two. Oh, wow. All right. So Water's we're, we're working. Warm. We're working. All right. Although, although honestly, Ryan, if we had a uh, looking at that schedule right now, I, someone who's higher on the Rams, you know, um, Rams laying two and a half again, it's farther in the season. Who knows injuries? I do like that for the Rams. There. I feel like I've had, I, I have them getting, which by, by the way, you can take Tyler their, could be back by then. Yeah. That's part of, I think why I'm going to go two and two or maybe a little bump. You also can get one, one and a half is their division win total. So based on uh, this conversation, I'm getting more and more optimistic about the Cardinals, but maybe that's a, a, an alternative way to play it. All right. We're gonna do the last five. I can't, I can't believe I've already turned you around. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm only at three. I'm only slightly at three more wins. optimistic. I'm only at three wins. Uh, at Steelers, like I'm a Ste- they, they play a lot of teams that I like, Sean. Yeah. At Steelers, late bye week. That's ho- couldn't be the wor- more that that's the worst thing that could have happened to them. Now, Mike, the question I have for myself is: do do I give them a late season run to be hyped? And maybe hurt their draft stock. That would be a, a bad franchise move. So coming off the bye, like the have, Texans, where they they blew <laughs> the blew the number one pick overall. So, but yeah, all right. So off the bye again, late bye week, week fourteen, latest that you can have. 49ers, then at Bears, they're they're a dome team going up to Chicago at that time in December. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the Philly game, the Pittsburgh game, and the the so Philly week seventeen, three cold weather environments oh. against. Teams that well Bears and then Seahawks at home week eighteen in the we you know we don't know if the game will matter I guess if the Seahawks don't need it because they're clinching a playoff spot that doesn't mm. seem likely. This is tough oh. to get them a win. I yeah, guess. I wanted to say Bears just to troll Bears fans, but even that it's like it's a good spot for the Bears. The Bears don't play in a it dome a good, yet, so it is outside. Yeah, I mean, I would give them one win there just because there's a chance they could beat the Bears. You know, Jalen or I mean, so Justin Fields oh, could wow. be hurt by then. You know, he's a little guy; he's going to be banged up. Uh, who knows? The Eagles have right that week seventeen might not matter for the Eagles. Oh, right? wow. no, totally! Wow, and and Super then it might not. Who knows what's going on with the Seahawks? So I would just give them out of those five, give them one win, which takes my prediction yep. to five. That's why I'm going over. Oh Jesus! I'm with you. Give me one and four. Oh no! <laughs> uh, five and twelve feels doable for this team. Uh, Kramer, what yeah. about you? Uh, well, all right. So I, I don't think I said the juice out loud, but it's a plus one hundred to the over, minus one twenty to the under. Uh, I felt like I was optimistic. Yeah. And Wait, I did got, you say are you the last stretch? Did you go one and four? Oh, I went, or? oh I'm sorry. I went one and yeah, I put one and three, but I went one and four. So your brain still can't quite get to seventeen games. Doesn't schedule. make sense. So you have them four and thirteen. Four and thirteen. Me and McKee have them five and twelve. Boy, you you really stretched to get no, there. No, and, and there's and, no way you're going over. 
Uh, no, well the. Do you want to adjust your, your? No, the line's four and a half. I'll take the plus one hundred on them uh, over. Yeah. But again, I'm not. I'm not taking make playoffs at eleven to one. I'm not taking division, even though I feel like division odds at twenty seven to one are just oh, no. crazy. Are we getting crazy like that again? No, no, I I can't do it. The the Texans burned me so hard. Um, yeah, and I, I mean, think early on in the season, guys, just take, just hold your nose and take the points in the Cardinals. Uh, I think a lot of people are not going to want to bet them. You know, it's going to be one of those things where the lines are going to be pretty high. To, to your yeah. point, I mean, as much as I give Gannon shit, he did seem he you know I don't know it's it's tough to judge Gannon because the talent I thought was pretty high on that Eagles roster, but again they brought over Kazir White. Uh, right now they do still have Buda Baker. Maybe they can get a little bit going on defense. The problem is, mm. you know, it comes down to how many games is Colt McCoy going to start. Um, we kind of know what we got with Colt McCoy. It's not great. I do like James Conner. I, I know um, just because it's Such a volume a thing. Take. Such a boomer. It's take. a volume thing, and he's he's playing hard. Like, listen to that guy. He's got a chip on yeah. his shoulder. And I think Hollywood Brown can. Uh, I mean, I think he's an interesting fantasy pickup too. As he's going to be the number one target, and I, Comacore does, you know, despite his uh, problems, like he does get the ball out, and he does get it to the number one receiver a pretty decent amount. <laughs> it's just so funny. We have a diehard Cardinals fan on talking about their quarterback, and the best he could muster was he's a guy that can throw the football to he's the a receiver. professional quarterback. He knows how to throw the football to other people. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's it's kind of where they're at. Um Sean, I will say I, I do have so, Hollywood Brown over 20% in the best ball mania. Well, four, he was so. he was someone I took a look at. Um some of the books have odds to lead the division in receiving yards, which I thought was kind of an interesting hmm. one. Hollywood Brown was was 14 to 1. I was kind of taking a look at that. I just couldn't get there. I mean, because Cooper Cup's in the division. Yeah, you can't do that. Even though you know Cooper Cup's like minus two twenty-five, the number is not out yet. But as far as props, I do like Trey McBride over receiving yards. That point I brought up earlier in the episode, like he is just such a massive frame. Maybe it's even on his yards or touchdowns. If you I, had I a choice, I would. I, I think I would probably go yards because I do think he's just going to be. Uncontested. Although I'm interested to know what his receiving touchdowns is going to be at, it'll probably be something low, like two and a half, you know, one and a half, something like like two. Because again, like last year, Zach Ertz led the team with four receiving touchdowns. So I I don't know what they're going to set it up. I really don't. But I'll just say Trey McBride either over receiving yards and or touchdowns, kind of depending on when the line posts. If you do want to be optimistic, well, also um, McKee, because Kramer yeah. brought this bet up earlier. What do you like better, over four and a half or over one and a half division wins? Because I feel like when I was going over their schedule, the possible wins or like possible upset spots I had them uh, showing up in were division games. Ryan, what was the their division odds uh, uh, total? It was like minus one thirty yeah, on the over. 
Yeah, I mean the no the win total or or you're saying the one and a half? I yeah. think it was one one hundred or one ten. Like even way. okay, it, cool. yeah, it didn't have any any juice to it. But I I would say I would circle the Browns Falcons Texans stretch. Yeah, that's like true. That, that those, those are, are the non divisional winnable spots and, to me. Yeah, yeah. All right, and that's yeah. right around the spot that uh, Kyler should be back by that week nine ten. So. I don't know. I, I would, I prefer the four to over four and a half with the plus 100, yeah. you know, but I do think at one and a half, that's a pretty good bet too, because like I said, they usually do split games with uh, the Rams and the, and Seattle, even when one team is really bad, like it, they just no, play each it, other close. Yeah. We, we talk about this handicap and breaking it down all the time. Like if you're a shitty team, what are the games you get up for the other shitty teams in your division? Or even if they're good, you're going to get their best effort in these division games. Like those essentially become their super bowls. I will say too, like um, one of the, the cooler things about the Cleve TA guide is that he has like the depth chart overlaid. So you can see the new and the old mm. and for a team that had a ton of churn, on the defense, just all over the roster, they didn't really have a ton of churn. They're returning a decent amount of starters, or at least guys from the team last year. Granted, they may have gotten worse in some position, but the guys were there. And I think you're selling yourself. Like if you're McKee selling yourself, you're like, oh yeah, Gannon was the culture guy in Philadelphia. He's the <laughs> reason the locker. Like it wasn't those veteran leaders. It wasn't Sirianni. It wasn't Steichen. It was Jonathan Gannon and. And he, they're going to bring that culture. The, the, the problem is, I keep watching that video where he first walked in the building, <laughs> and it's just I, I got I, those dudes. I wouldn't chills. put too much. Stock, uh, I, would, uh, I wouldn't put too much stock in that. I mean, <laughs> they were they had the biggest douche in the league as their coach for the last four seasons. Like they're not worried fair. about. <laughs> yeah, they can not handle worried about young Gannon douche chills, man. <laughs> oh, come on, Cliff had a really cool house. I, I wonder if he still has that yeah. cool house. Yeah, I mean, it was it was it was the house a douchebag would have, right? <laughs> like, I mean, it was really cool. <laughs> but who takes photos of themselves in their living room at that kind of? It, like, it's probably worse, Sean. He's yeah. working for Lincoln Riley in USC mm. right now, yeah. so it's he's in Los Angeles. So the house is fit right in. The house game is uh, beautiful <laughs> for Los Angeles. So, uh, so are we? Are, is anyone taking a future? No, no. I mean, because I don't. I mean, miss playoffs at minus twenty two hundred. While yeah. I like that, uh, the price is crazy. I mean, make playoffs at eleven to one. Like, I I need to see a little bit of a spark from the, um, from the head coach or the quarterback for me oh, to like wow. make. I don't know. I can't wrap my head around that. Um, so no futures for me. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna bet the over on the wins. Yeah. But then like. Uh, and then I'm just gonna bet, like, take the points and during it. And I, I do like those, like, hitting uh, player prop features, like Trey McBride, Hollywood Brown, maybe even James Conner, because they are gonna have to really lean on those guys. There's just not <laughs> oh, a lot of talent around them. I don't hate the, the Hollywood Browns touchdown prop is at four and a half, and I know, you know, smart people out there. I think. Our buddy uh, Connor Allen just put out a thread about if you just blindly bet all unders, you do really good. Yes. All right, congratulations. Well, we're selectively choosing this <laughs> this Hollywood Brown over. And last year, McKee will tell you he missed six games. Yeah, and he still scored three touchdowns with a collection yep. of quarterbacks that were just Kyler. I think he did all his damage with Kyler, but 
Still, I, I like if I'm taking a stab at anything player wise, like in the the over under market, give, give me uh, give me Hollywood over four and a half. I'm also in on him fantasy wise. Like you can get a yeah. number one receiver in the sixth seventh round. I know he's been a little disappointing, but I mean, I went, I actually was a little bit kind of like, oh wow, I I completely forgot he had 14 catches for 140 yards week three last yeah. year. So and he and and he and Kyler are old college, boy, yeah. you know, like. Yeah, go college. So I do think that while if you can hold him and struggle through the the early part of the season with Colt McCoy, you know, and Tyler comes back, he could he could really have a big burst. He had thirty eight catches and three touchdowns through the first five weeks of the season last year. Yeah, I mean he he's certainly interesting, and even uh, Rondell Moore, like his he had like a horrible average depth of target two years ago. Last year he kind of picked it up a little bit. Um, and then again, like we were doing all these best ball drafts, Arizona is kind of interesting because they do as a guy who's loading up on Eagles. And if you want like to create those really fun week 17 game stacks, uh, they're the Arizona Cardinals guys are fun to kind of, they're all so cheap. Well, they're so cheap. And then you can, you can bring them back. I have a confession. Yes. I, I have been drafting Kyler in, oh, in right. more than 0% of these drafts. <laughs> I uh, well again, it's like free. You get uh, six six point seven percent of my drafts. I've taken Kyler Murray. Well, I mean, imagine imagine week seventeen. Maybe the Eagles are resting their starters, or it becomes a bit of a shootout game. Uh, then you could, you know, Kyler going up against some backups or in a shootout environment. Week seventeen, when AK, when you're trying to act, if you got that far in those best ball tournaments, like that's mm-hmm. the, the and and you can get the quarterback that cheap, like. That's the you know that's some next level thinking for me. Uh, the one positive prop I'll toss out there: an Arizona Cardinals player to have either ten rushing or ten receiving touchdowns, seven to one. It's going to be my boy James Conner. Him right. getting ten uh, rushing touchdowns, I like it. I mean, he got seven in thirteen games last year. I know McKee pointed out their interior offensive line is weak, but. He got he got uh, in 2021 he had 15 like they just who else are they going to give the ball near the goal line like honestly it's like their no, running back depth is not good you know yeah, they have Keon, Corey Keon, Clement yeah and Keontae Super Bowl Ingram, hero yeah, yeah, yeah. Keontae Ingram isn't gonna do much Corey Clement um, again like I, he kind of fell off after the Super Bowl. I, I would be shocked if it's 10 receiving touchdowns, but I think 10 rushing touchdowns, even if you're a really bad team, um, you can, you can usually get this uh, going. So at seven to one, I, I think because hmm. of the fact that the goal line stuff in my mind is so heavily concentrated, you won't have to deal also. Like I don't, it, depending on when Kyler comes back, is he going to be running a bunch near the goal line? Like, no, no so, not, not in the modern NFL. No, Quarter, just, quarterbacks are trying to not run anymore. <laughs> they're gonna be like, uh, they're gonna get on that running back Zoom and and start demanding stuff. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm I'm really surprised that this podcast has taken such a positive turn. I thought I thought we were just gonna <laughs> no. be shitty. Well, I mean, <laughs> this is great. This five, is great. I'm, I'm so five and I'm five so... and twelve is not like. Well, uh, for the record, I'm on the under. Yeah, Ryan's I, four I, and thirteen. So them but, sucking helps him score more touchdowns, but. But like last year, not a great year for James Conner at all. He still had seven rushing touchdowns. Kyler Murray had three rushing touchdowns. Like if he just gets uh, three of those Kyler Murray uh, touchdowns, 
you know, he's looking pretty good. All right. Last thing I'll give out. Yes. We got a brother of a giant who's apparently a better athlete than the giant. And he's in a situation where I think he's going to be starting right off the bat. Mm. He's a talented edge rusher. Whoa, apparently right. he has, what are you doing here? Apparently he has a beautiful technique early and the, uh, the, the traits to grow defensive rookie of the year, BJ Ojolari. I, I mean, I, again, this is a crapshoot, right? We know sacks can get it done. Sacks generally get it done. Uh, sands when you have just like a sauce guard. What's his What's his price? Forty to one. Wow. Okay. I I wonder how. I wonder oh if you were to put out odds on defensive player snap count or snap share. I, I, Will Anderson's the only guy to my mind that come that stands out as like a guy that's going to be on the field as much as Ojolari. Yeah, and then I it, think about Gannon, and I don't know how much of that was scheme and how much of that was just alpha dogs getting after the quarterback. But dog. yeah, no, they pretty led big the, year with sacks last year. They led the, got league. the job. Yeah, they led the league in in sacks. So if he can bring that and unleash Ojolari, the problem is with defensive rookie of the year. Like I like Joey Porter Jr. of the Steelers, but plays it, the wrong position. What? I you just got you got to be like you got to do something special if you're a cornerback. Well, and I think, and I think one, because the Steelers have that pass rush, they have Patrick Peterson. I think if you're looking to pick on someone, it might be Porter Jr. He could get that five, six INTs mm -hmm. that you need to win the award. In general, it's if you're a second round pick, defensive rookie of the year is pretty tough. But I, I see the case for. If it. you lead the rookies in sacks, how do you not get it? It's a great question. And, it, and if if there's only yeah. a, a, a guy or two that's going to be on the field more. I mean, think about it. How often? I the only bad thing is they're probably going to be playing from behind a lot. That's the argument against. Yeah, he's not going to face a lot of obvious passing downs. To but it's get a new league. Sacks. It's a new league. If you can put up thirty against the team, why not? Cardinals are going to be giving up thirty a lot. Light them up. Any uh, any official props you want to lock in here, McKee? Uh, I do like James Conner over six and a half touchdowns, uh, and that's out. Plus one oh five right now at DraftKings. He so. stays healthy. There's no way he doesn't get that. Yeah, and that, yeah, is that rushing? I really like that. Is that just touchdowns? Period. That's just rushing. Oh, no, just, just rushing. rushing. Doesn't matter yeah. though. I mean, who else is getting the ball at the goal line? That, that's why I'm they, saying. Exactly. Like that's why. That, really that's like why. That. That's why. If you like, if you like him to get seven, come join the ten touchdown club with me at seven to one. Right? Like, cause it. I don't know. It's not. It's not that far off. He does have health issues, and obviously that's the argument against it, but. Um, yeah, James Conner, I think, and Trey McBride are the are the two positive for the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I wish there was more Trey McBride uh, props out there right now, but I'm not seeing anything. Some more rel. I mean, last some relatively bad news, Sean. We know the NFL often gives us short slates in the afternoon. Mm. This Arizona Cardinals team plays there. You, you wouldn't believe it. They they play six 10 a.m. games and the rest are at 1 p.m. Which means, guess what? We get a whole bunch of late at the afternoon slate with the Cardinals on one of the three, four, mm. five TVs. It's good nap nap window. Usually I hit the <laughs> I'm up early. The NFC West. I'm window. so jacked up for football. <laughs> I have some like shitty fast food or something. I'm drinking at like 8 30, 9 a.m. Yeah, and then you know. you know from like. Second quarter of the afternoon games, I get like forty minutes nap in. Yeah, it's always, I thought you guys. I think you guys were true degens. I expected you to bet, 
and take the points oh, yeah. with me and get excited for those games. You gotta love those <laughs> trash games. You have the oh, points. Oh, I and bet they it. Cover at the end, you know. It's it's very exciting. And then I and then I wake up to um, you know Scott Hansen, and we go live to Arizona where. A mirror, uh, a cover for some. That, that's the other part of. Um, there's only one red zone. Yeah, the, the good, the good red zone uh, one. I hate that right? Guy. So he's way too cocky. Oh I, well, <laughs> Sean. One last thing, not yes. to not to tease ahead to. Uh, it's a double tease because mm. it's it's a tease to uh, more spreadsheet talk, but it's also a tease to the picks episode this year. We will. We will be having discussions about God's Eye TV placement oh, yeah. on the show Wednesday. So, uh, no last minute finagling on our part. We're going to lock it in <laughs> on Wednesday so uh, Colby can make a graphic for us, put oh, it out on social it. media. Uh, McKee, thank you for calling yes. in. Uh, yes. Best of, best of luck to the Cardinals. Seems like they'll they'll probably need thank it. You. Where thank can, you. Where uh, can where can people uh, check you out? What do you got going on? Uh, check me out at the Ryan McKee on Twitter. You can at Ryan McKee on Instagram, but uh, really I want to just plug the new Steffi small show, which I am uh, producing and the uh, default uh, sidekick, I guess. Uh, oh. So yeah, definitely check out <laughs> Steffi small show. It's on YouTube. We're going to have an Insta. Or, I'm sorry. We're going to have a podcast feed up very soon as well. Uh, we'll be doing three live shows a week. Uh, before football season, and then uh, many more once football rolls around. When you're yes, having sir. the, when you're having the, let's get aroused and talk about Daniel Jones episode. I'm in. <laughs> All right, you'll be on soon. All right. <laughs> Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. And remember, sign up for our Patreon, SportsGamblingPodcast.com/slash/Patreon. You get the bonus SGP stories episode. You get access to all the uh, pick sheets. Uh, free weekly DFS contests and uh, exclusive uh, Patreon merch. So appreciate that and appreciate your support as we fight the corporate gambling overlords. We need. Can we have some cut? We need someone to make. Uh, we need like a com- like a composer to make us a new uh, like theme around that. Like we're taking down oh, corporate. Us versus- gam- you know what I mean? Like not the Benedict song, but something no. like that. Something like we're like going a marching to war. band. Maybe it's a college like marching band ass thing. Oh. Let's or maybe it. like uh, Top Gun esque. Oh. We'll, we'll do a little digging. All right. <laughs> and again, uh, team previews, uh, wow. doing them two a day. YouTube.com slash sports gaming podcast. Make sure that subscribe button for the sports gaming podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green, and he's Ryan. Oh, great start, Sean. <laughs> Kramer, let it ride. <laughs>